All right, hey. Uh, more technical issues, but we got it worked out. Yeah, that was yeah weird camera stuff on my end. I don't even I don't even know how that happened, but that was so weird. Wow. Yeah, it's all fixed. I look good. Yeah, we can start the show. Yeah. Uh, John's not here. He is a work trip. He's off recording a bunch of stuff somewhere in the states with his right. uh with the runaway guys. Yep, I guess. Yep. Um, is he back next week or it, or is it? He's back next week one? and then he's gone again. I think for American Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, right, all right. Well, he'll be back next week. Yeah. Um, but what's new with you? I've just been trying to get over the last bit of this sickness. You know, when you have like you're out of the bad part of the sickness, but then it just like lingers and you have like coughs and flemminess just randomly. I'm through sure, yeah. I'm going through that and I've just been like, I fucking hate this. I'm just going to lay down and just take time to relax and like try to heal. So I was trying to sure. heal specifically for this podcast so I didn't sound all stuffed, but it's like it's still stuffed. Um Yeah. Only, can only do so week. much. <clears throat> next week it should be fine. But uh, I'm not debilitated anymore. Like, I'm able to actually sit up and, like, do things and not feel, like, completely drowsy or anything from it. So that's good, at least. Um, but, I, yeah. Geez, that's that's heavy. I don't think I've, like, ever been sick to the point where I was, like, I can't leave the bed. Oh, see, when I don't get sick often. In fact, the last time I was this sick was two years ago. And when I do, it's bad. Like oh, when wow. I get sick, yeah, it's no, bad. I've, I've never been like that. That's what I remember, <laughs> like going to like school and like, you know, friends or other or other classmates wouldn't be there that day because they were home sick. And it's like, yeah, what? I come to school sick. Like, you know, yeah. my, I got a cold. I do this all the time. How are you that sick? Like, it just was such a foreign thing. Like, it, I don't get sick like that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a two-sided it's a blessing and a curse to not get sick often but when you do it like hits real hard like it's been sure. building up or something uh, i guess i am the the other side because nowadays i get sick often but it's yeah. like well it's you're like, gonna be blowing your nose a lot for the next three weeks or sure. you're gonna have a sore throat for the next few weeks that's about it sure yeah 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 no it's weird uh but Unfortunately, because of it, I've not been wanting to play very many video games except for one, which we'll talk about in a oh, second. Damn. But that's uh, that's kind of been my thing. What's new with you? Um, I went I went and saw that new Terminator movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, I hear that it's okay, and but it's one of the better Terminator movies in a long time because the others have been so bad. So I had before last weekend, I hadn't seen any Terminator movies. Oh, weird. OK. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, <laughs> ne- we just never kind of got around to it. Um, but, you know, we were seeing the trailers. My girlfriend also had not seen any Terminator movies, really wanted to go see Dark Fate. Okay. Something about the trailers was just was working for her. So I was like, sure. OK, well, I understand we only need to watch one and two to be ready for it because they retconned the rest of them. Right. So. Friday night, we watched Terminator 1. Friday, uh, Saturday night, we watched Terminator 2. Okay. Sunday afternoon, we went and saw Dark Fate. Okay. For, thoughts on Terminator 1, then, first of all? Um, I mean, we enjoyed them all. Okay. Good time. <clears throat> Obviously, the effects don't hold up 
super well. Sure. On those first two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, good time. Uh, I think, and I think we both agreed the, uh, in terms of how much we enjoyed each movie, it, we enjoyed them more as it went on. So we liked two better than one and dark fate was our favorite. Really? That's interesting. Okay. Neat. So you like dark fate quite a bit then. I, yeah, I really liked dark fate. Okay. Uh, it was just like a super fun movie. Um, it had a good amount of the callbacks that I was able to pick up cause I had watched those movies like, sure. immediately beforehand. Um, some just really cool special effects, some, some like really like badass fight scenes and stuff, uh, with the new girl and everyone together. Like, it's just a, like a fun, cool movie. There's a whole, there's so many <laughs> scenes in that movie where I was like, that was awesome. What just happened? Like, that was so cool to see. Um, cool. So yeah, two two was a lot of fun because we didn't know about the twist early on. Oh yeah, uh, okay. with the Terminators. Uh, so that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, that whole movie's fun. The kid's kind of annoying. Yeah, he is. But um, whatever, he's a kid, I guess. Yeah, no, he's definitely <laughs> a kid. But like, yeah, there's just a good time with those movies. I don't think I need to see any of the others. Looking at the Rotten Tomatoes, three has the same score as dark fate so i guess it's not it i guess it's it's good as well three is pretty bad but yeah it's fun for what that's worth so the others aren't fun and bad if that makes sense okay just like a Um, slog and they're just like oh what are we doing watching this yeah i i probably won't go watch the other ones especially because like i'm pretty high on terminator right now no need to like make it just to like bum me out on the series yeah sure i I think if you're a terminator fan you should definitely see dark fate um i want to see it and it was fun to just kind of like from a lore standpoint where they go with it um and obviously i can't speak to where they went after two um but like at the end of two they like save the day forever right as far Uh, as yeah as far as as we know as you think yep yeah um and then the way dark fate kind of deals with that uh, it was just cool. It was interesting. And it was like, wait, but what about this? And then they like address it. Like it was, it's well thought out. in my opinion. Cool. It was a good time. Uh, I forget the main actress's name, but she was awesome. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, yeah. She I, seems I even cool. thought, um, I even thought our Schwarzenegger, uh, did a decent job despite not needing really to act when he's the Terminator. Yeah. Old Arnie. Um, but, but yeah, he, he's got some good lines. Um, dark fate, surprisingly funny there's there's okay. a like a, a like a decent amount of comedy in there i could see that um and sure. heartwarming like i know two has yeah like the <clears throat> rare heartwarming thing dark fate has like a good chunk of that like yeah i dark fate's a good time i was gonna ask you if you teared up at the end of two with the thumbs up <laughs> no but that's good that's that, good that was that was enjoyable right that's good yeah um and there's something uh, you know i don't i don't want to talk about dark fate but um I don't want to spoil anything for that, but I, 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 I just want to give two thumbs up to dark fate. You should go see dark fate. Cool. I definitely want to see it. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. What it's such a, your experience is so rare that it was <laughs> like, I can't believe you haven't seen any of it. And then you just yeah, like watched, I guess the three best probably in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Just back, basically back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of live in my head for a weekend. That, yeah. That's definitely an experience. Yeah, that's neat. 
Um, all right. We should probably talk about the hot game of this week. Okay. Um, the big release. Need for Speed Heat came out. It did. Did you know about that? I did. A Need for Speed game came out. You know how I knew about it, though, is because I was looking to double check to make sure the Star Wars game on Origin was going to be part of Access. And I just got, like, hit with all okay. these fucking ads when I o- logged into Origin for Need for Speed. And I was like, oh, hey, that's out. So I knew it was out. Yeah. I I was, like, reminded about it earlier this week. And it was just like, where did this come from? Yeah. I was kind of feeling the same when I saw it. Um, I understand it's not good. I, I actually don't really have anything to say about it. I haven't played it. Yeah, me um, neither. Part of me is thinking maybe I should subscribe for a month of Origin or not Origin um, EA Access so I can get like the 10 hours or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, Just to check it out. But then I'm, again, I don't I can't like I don't think I played the last two Need for Speeds at this point. I'm definitely going to do it for Star Wars anyways, so I'm sure I'll check out Need for Speed. I have Star Wars pre-ordered. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. It doesn't just make sense for I, you then. Yeah, I mean, it was mainly because uh, there was like a <clears throat> a random pre-order discount. Gotcha. On Amazon. So I jumped on that. So I'm hoping that's good. Yeah. Um, And then the other part of me is like, I have so many games to play. Why am I playing Need for Speed Heat? I know. I I was kind of feeling the same. I was uh, doing a little bit of Mario Maker while I was sick to just like futz around a little bit. And I felt guilty because there's so many games to play it's like I'm yeah playing no Mario. I, I definitely know what you mean or it's like i had that like at lunch today i was like i should probably play some luigi's mansion or or i'm playing another game on my phone and i was like i kind of just don't really feel like playing games at the moment but i'm like i need to get through these games what are you doing yeah it's kind of been nice being sick honestly and just being like well that's my excuse that's why i can't play games right now because there's you know sure. that um I can't remember the term. It's like when you're paralyzed by choice. I guess it's just like choice paralysis oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what like I'm stuck in the middle of to the I mean, point where. Yeah, that's like a constant thing. I'm stressed um, out because Death Stranding has already been out for some people. And it's like mm-hmm. I don't like I guess I can't get to this. Yeah. Do you have 60 right hours that you're just like holding on to? No. That you're, you're just ready to commit to something. No. <laughs> that I had that exact <laughs> exact thought when i started um the patreon game this week yeah me too (laughs) but but i was under the impression that game was about 20 hours long and after i looked it up on how long to beat it's only about eight but i was just thinking like why did i submit this and why did it have to win i don't have 20 hours what am i doing yeah thank god there's only eight um and it's a good game too so yeah no like i'm like i'm enjoying it for sure um But like, yeah, man, so there's so many games right now. But yeah, I totally didn't know what you mean. Like paralyzed by choice. Like that's the reason we have so much backlog. It's the it's the joke of like in the future, there'll be 500 TV channels and nothing on. Yeah. Right. Like it's the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, I run into that too. Time to time where it's like, what do I want to play? I have like 800 unfinished and unopened games. I don't want to play anything. (laughs) What am I doing? What's going on here? I, I hate it so much. And I hate that it's so stupid that I'm like stressed out about fucking Death Stranding. Like, I'll get to it when I get to it. It's fine. But like, it's just another giant 
serving it's like if you like already ate too much and then like your mom's like here have another portion and like slaps a giant piece of like lasagna on your plate or something you're like i i can't i can't do anymore so i don't know and then star wars is next week i really want to check that out a lot oh that one's i think that one's definitely gonna get pushed for me because that's also pokemon day that's uh, yeah so see pokemon is not a thing that i'm really caring about that much for people that do that's a huge day coming up that's a huge time sink yeah that's that's an easy 50 hours for sure it's it's absolutely crazy and on the back burner i have ukulele and indivisible like both wanting to be played if we want to go back even further i have stuff like forgotten Anne and just like a bunch of older games that i've been wanting to play sekiro i haven't started yet like that's crazy that you haven't started sekiro i, I know. feel like <clears throat> i should have like you per- you now. specifically need to do that yeah <clears throat> um and then neo 2 had yeah, its beta w- this week so people have been like talking about neo 2 that's like next year though but um i still want to finish a plague tale I don't even know why it's not like no one's no one in like the industry is being like, you got to make sure you play this game before game of the year. Yeah. Like, no one's saying that. But no. Part of me is just like, I got to finish that game. Yep. Nobody's <laughs> saying that at all. But yeah, I, but I, I don't know. There's just something in me that needs to do it. Yep. I know. This is where game like your time. This is where I wish I could take the John approach where he's just like, yeah, I'll get to it. Like in. I think around game of the year time, he does maybe stress a little bit about like, oh, shit, I haven't played that much. But like, not really, you know, it's I mean, it's just a different drive. He yeah. he doesn't have the the like desire to be be caught up with, it, you know, the biggest stuff. Oh, I wish the, the newest stuff. Oh, um, that sounds like bliss, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine playing games. When you want to and not because you feel like you have to. Wow. I'm playing a game under the desk right now. Yeah. Like, I just can't stop. Yeah. Luigi's not going to bust these ghosts on his own. True. All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's talk about some video games. This is the top down perspective for November 7th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And Paul, you've been playing one thing. I have been. I've been playing The Outer Worlds because even though I've been sick, I can't get enough of it. It's so good. Oh, my God. It definitely has like its claws in me for sure. Uh, I looked up the how long to beat because I was like, you know, what am I what am I getting into? Says says on average, you can beat it in 10 hours. Who's beating that game in 10 hours? Are you kidding me? there's no i'm way. like 12 hours in and i've been to maybe three places i did hear that there's a speed run of that game in 19 minutes so i think you could beat it very quickly but i, th- I at that point but this is the average how like i didn't yeah. see how many people had clocked it in but like you were doing yourself a disservice what are you doing yeah i agree you are doing yourself a disservice if you try to beat it that fast there's so much to take in and honestly like here's the thing as a video game thing like it's not that grand in scope like they could have done much more with more money and time but it's really dense with like character stuff and like story stuff and i just want to dig into all of they focused on like it's a low budget it's a smaller budget game it is yeah definitely smaller than like a you know what bethesda would have thrown at at fallout for sure um but they were even like forthcoming being like you know this isn't a huge 
thing we're doing. So they they focused and doubled down on what they could. Yeah. And like it it pays off. It does for sure. Because everything that they do, they do like almost flawlessly. Like I have no issues with this game at all. I'm 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 definitely now in the boat of like I like it so much that I'm starting to like nitpick things like there's annoyances that are sticking out because it's like, oh, you were like so close. And just because you missed it by a bit, it's like now that's really bugging me. Stuff like is it the combat stuff? The combat just sucks. I it's it, just it is, it's but just it, kind but of that does, I don't even care because like I'm not going at it to play the combat. Like I'm not yeah. seeking out combat. <clears throat> it's like no, I just need to get through you. I'm gonna you're all super easy because I'm playing on normal because mm-hmm. I just need to get to the next like dialogue tree. <laughs> like that's what I'm looking for. Sure. Um, but but things like. I'm trying to do like all the quests because yeah. they're all like interesting. They're all good. Not knowing who to talk to. Cause you can totally just like miss a person. Cause they were just like sitting on a bench, but that person had a quest for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I wish like, you know, it's not like narratively. It doesn't like narratively make sense, but like, can you highlight every person that's actually worth talking to? So I don't <laughs> have to go to every single person and be like, are you, are you a named? Are you going to say something? Nope. Okay. Wait, are you going to say, Nope. Oh, oh, you are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm sure I've missed some stuff, which is a bummer to me. Yeah. Um, so I just wish it was, like, easier to find those things. Yep. Uh, the UI is also terrible, like the menus. Like, yeah. comparing weapons. And that's, which, again, you don't even, it doesn't matter. I rarely change my weapons because the combat's so easy. But, like, figuring out is this better than this one just is a hassle. Unequipping and equipping is weird for some reason. Yeah. I'm now in the boat where I don't care about weapons at all. I just keep upgrading yeah. the ones I like because if you upgrade them, they're super powerful. They just scale like very nicely. So I haven't been upgrading them and I'm they're still super powerful. To yeah. Me. In fact, like most of the combat is being done by my companions. I'm like I'm 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 sicking them on the enemies with their special attacks. Yeah. And then while I'm waiting for that to load up, I'm missing two out of the three of my shots on one enemy while they're subsequently clearing out three enemies compared to my one sure yeah and then it's like good job everybody that was a that was a team effort we all did that together right yeah 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 the companion system is so good it's so freaking good yeah do you have um do you have favorites oh parvati is my favorite like she is a special snowflake that doesn't deserve any harm and and then and then who's your third like what's your team um so the third has been I've been trying to find a good third. Um I was using Ellie for a while and I was like, okay, Ellie's kind of dope, she's fun. And then I got really into um the have you met you have your whole team, right? Yeah, I just got Neoka and yeah, the last one. Right? I've been using Neoka and like okay. she's fun too. Giant machine she gun. She seems cool. I've been tr- I so I, I, you know, I had the first two and then I swapped it out for the next two, Ellie and is it Nick? I can't remember his name. I don't care for him very much, but I haven't given him that much of a shot either. So. Yeah. The one you get on like the docks, basically. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. I, for, I forget his name. Um, And then they just kind of weren't talking much for the mission I was on. Oh, okay. So I was just like, I don't even like give me a reason to keep using you guys. Like, why aren't you like speaking up? Mm-hmm. Um, So I just need to kind of get to, I guess, their uh, companion quests. Um, but I've just been going back, obviously Pravati, number one with a bullet. So good. I like Vicar Max. (laughs) Vicar Max is interesting because he's just like a jail brute. Who's also a science religion 
a religious science yeah like guy. a priest basically like it's so, he, so here's the other thing is i'm not changing their clothes because i think because i changed pravati's clothes into something that was like really beefy and i was yeah. like i hate this and yeah. i don't remember what you used to be equipped with so you're stuck in this now and i hate it so i'm not changing any of their clothes because they just they look so good they as do. is yeah. especially vicar max with his like gown like that dude's just going around with his shotgun and i love every time you use him for his special ability he's like it's judgment time and then just shotgun someone right in the face like yeah i love that so much and then to actually it, i'm gonna just say the guy's name is nick i forget what his name is it felix it's felix felix yep it's felix felix i love his special ability because he just drop kicks anything yeah and it's never not funny like i'll be going up to a robot and this guy will just come in and drop kick the robot <laughs> oh it's so good it's pretty good yeah it's the companions are so freaking good. I haven't used Sam actually like at all. I, I have, I've only heard from one person that he's not great. Oh, um, bummer. Cause he has like no real personality. He's just a robot. That's what I was afraid of. I wanted, because like Vicar Max has a very strong personality. Parvati is the sweetest person ever. Uh, Ellie has a pretty strong personality depending on what dialogue thing you're doing. Um, Felix kind of obviously has a strong personality. Nyoko maybe has too strong of a personality sometimes, which is kind of great as well. Yeah, it's really dope. I really like this game so much. To counter the Sam part, though, is I mean, it's not like you're missing out on the sassy robot because you have your ship, which is a sassy robot. Yeah. So there's plenty of sassy robots. They're still sassy robot. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I do like Sam's special ability, though. Because he just like rockets in the air and lands on whatever you targeted and he's huge. Yeah. So that's that's just fun. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a good game. It's so good. And then, of course, like it's hard to talk about like the things that we really like about without getting into spoilers, which I, I don't want to do either because there's so much to discover in that world. But um, I will say that the second big planet that they focused on. I, I can't remember the name of it now. Monarch. Monarch. That place That's sucks Monarch, to yeah. walk around, man. There's shit. There's a everywhere. lot of enemies. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, I mean, they definitely like there. spring it as like, no one likes this place. Everyone talks crap about it because yeah. it's just like infested with acid spitting monsters. Yeah. And like gangs, basically like mafia. I mean, there's people. gangs everywhere. That's the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good game. I highly recommend it to people. People need to check this. Yeah, one out. I saw a, I saw a headline today. Or no, uh, Take Two had a they had like a like a investors call or something today, and I guess it uh, performed very well for them. Good. It's coming to Switch next year. Okay. Uh, but like it exceeded their expectations, Good. which I am so happy to hear. Yeah, because this means that Microsoft can now just be like. All right, Obsidian, here you go. Here's money. Here's even more money. Like, oh, you guys did it. Like, oh, you guys definitely did it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm so excited for what's to come. That's also interesting. Another thing about it is that it's coming to Switch, and yet Microsoft owns them. So I'd have to assume that was, like, built into the contract beforehand. Probably. Like, when they were purchased, they must have had, like, hey, but, you know... With our, you know, our other platform holders and whatnot, we have a contract of like, if we sell X, we are going to be porting it to these other things, mm. yada, yada. That must have been the case because I remember Microsoft saying like, they're the new studios will be making like titles for them, but they will be honoring like pre-existing terms. Okay. 
Like sure. stuff like Psychonauts 2 is not an Xbox exclusive now. Right. Because it was announced for everything or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I wonder if the Switch one that was like built into the contract of like, you know, we didn't announce this, but if we sell enough, it was in the roadmap and Microsoft must be honoring that. Yeah, must be. Good for them. Like, I don't think this is probably going to look very good on Switch, but good for them for honoring it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, get it, getting it else out getting it elsewhere will be good and i'm sure it'll somehow still sell really good on switch because it's the switch oh i guess like we we always talk we keep talking about the writing and stuff i guess i'd be remiss if i didn't say games are fucking beautiful like there's some environments in there that are just like look real good and i really like that too yeah like some good look of weird space looking imagery for very sure. weird space looking shit for sure uh that's all i've been playing though uh, all right, I'll talk about a couple other things, like Luigi's Mansion 3. I hear people I, love this. Yeah, I'm... I like it. I'm not as, like, jazzed on it as okay. Twitter, because, like, people are going nuts over this They're thing. crazy about it, for sure. Um, Which I, I don't quite get. Uh, Like, I definitely have... Like, it's it's fine. It's, like, another one of those. Um, But I definitely just have some some like parts to it that I'm just like, I don't think this part of it's very good or this part, um, but not in like a deal breaker way, of course. So right. Imagine three is plays the same as exactly what you'd expect. It's, it's basically an adventure game of you moving around these uh, crafted environments, finding keys to open doors uh, with some light combat. You know, you're sucking up the, the ghosts uh, that your new ability is you can shoot out a plunger that has like a rope on the end. And then pull the plunger uh, to like yank things around. So there'll be enemies that'll have like a shield and you'll need to like yank their shield off them. And then you can shoot them with the light and then use the vacuum on them. Right. And then Gooigi, of course. Gooigi's in there. Yeah. Which is just super weird because whenever you summon Gooigi, like Luigi goes limp. Oh, no. Like You've just taken his soul away from him. So his body's just like a zombie just like f- like moving around weird like it's it's kind of weird which is so weird like i don't understand what's going there's no like narrative explanation you are given guiji like dr egad puts a bunch of goo into the back of your canister and yet when like it's life force ta- like is sucks out guiji's soul every time or something weird Okay. It's super creepy. It's super creepy. Is he all jittery, like Jello, when he moves too? Uh, Guigi? Yeah, Guigi. Um, no, he just moves like Luigi. Oh, that's kind of too bad. He's just Luigi that can move through bars and can't touch water. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, some of the things I'm I'm not super jazzed about is. Uh, a lot of the times the way to progress was like, oh, you didn't like suck up this one sheet that was hanging on the wall because that's where the door was like it it can be kind of hard to figure out what's next. You're definitely supposed to go into each room and just like destroy the place to uncover what's what's next. It's not always pretty obvious, which has led to me like skipping tons of stuff because I just didn't know I could interact with something or. I needed to suck up this one very specific thing because there was like a mouse underneath it 
that ran away and, and caused the next thing to happen like that. So that that's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of turns it into like if you think of like an adventure game, you're essentially pixel hunting for what what is possible to happen. I um, don't like that myself, which but, is just that's that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Um, luckily, the areas are small enough that kind of interacting with everything is it can be done pretty quickly. But at, after, you know, the first hour or so of you checking things out, there isn't a super great reason to interact with everything, because unless it's the way you need to progress, the only other stuff you're going to get is money. Mm-hmm. You get a ton of money. There's money everywhere. And there is nothing to use this money. I have heard this from a lot of people. People like literally saying, like, what can you use money for in this game? And apparently it's to yeah. like make sure you never die, essentially. So EGAD has a shop mm-hmm. and you can purchase golden dog bones, which say will like save you if you're about to die. I haven't died yet. Like this game's easy. Mm-hmm. So I, I have two dog bones because I was like, I'll have a couple of these just in case. I have yet to use them. I want to say based on the um, like levels I've unlocked, I'm about halfway through the game, maybe a little over halfway. Okay. Um, so, you know, maybe I'll need to use these bones at some point. There was something else. Oh, you can buy basically like maps. There's like gems on each. So you're on, you're in a hotel and you go to each floor uh-huh. and, that, and the way, the way the progression works is there's going to be a boss on each floor or, or something at the end, like some quest on the floor at the end of it, at the, once you defeat the boss or, or whatever the end of the quest is, you're going to get an elevator button that you put okay. into the elevator. And now you can go to that new floor. And that's basically the next like level you're going to go to. Right. Okay. You can buy essentially. Uh, so on each floor, there's like six or seven gems, which are just collectibles for the sake of collectibles. You can buy one of those will like like appear on the map for you. So you'll know where one is basically a map to that one gem. Gotcha. That's it. Those are the two things you can buy. As far as I remember. If there's something else, it's even more useless because I cannot remember it. Great. Um, Okay. So I have a ton of money, like a ton of money. Yeah. This is a problem I've heard. Which which makes me not want to interact with things because it's like. Who cares? Sure, I could open up this drawer. Yeah. The only thing that's going to come out of this drawer is like a bunch of gold bars. And it's like, I don't need any gold bars. Yeah. So I'm going to move through. I'm going to skip that drawer and I'm going to go to the next room. But hang on. Maybe that drawer had uh, the key in it. Right. So it leads me to be like, okay, I don't want to search anything, but I need to search everything. But I need to. Yeah. Bummer. Um. So that that is what I'm kind of wrestling with. Um, yeah. Because that happens so frequently. So I think that's what's kind of souring me a bit on it. Other than that, there's there's a lot to like. When things are kind of like flowing nicely, um, the environments you go to, they're all real cool. You're in a hotel, but there's like movie sets and theme parks and tons of weird stuff in this hotel. I don't understand how, what this hotel is, but um, the boss fights are really great. <clears throat> I fought like a haunted T-Rex skeleton recently that was cool. Um, like I said, there's a there's a whole st- floor that's movie sets, mm-hmm. and you had to like adventure game be like, okay, you need to take this thing from this movie set and bring it to this movie set to activate this. That was a real cool kind of puzzly fetch quest style uh, floor uh, with a great boss fight at the end of it. Um, so there, you know, there's a lot of crafted sequences that are enjoyable. Getting to them is just a bit of a bummer, uh, which yeah. is which is a bummer. Because, you know, I, I do like this game quite a bit. Um, haven't tried out any of the multiplayer stuff. 
Uh, it also does have co-op. You can have someone play as Guiji like the whole time, um, which I understand is like a really good like hand it to someone who's not great at games because the game is designed to be played with only one person. So the second person is literally just, hey, I'm also here and I can also destroy the room. Yeah. Like it is literally just like, hey, you may not be great at games or, or you know, have the coordination. It's OK. Luigi doesn't have much coordination. Yeah. Um, which I guess kind of brings me to my the other thing I, I'm struggling with throughout the game. I don't like the controls. Uh, oh, no. OK. So Luigi handles is it's, <laughs> it's essentially it should be a dual joystick shooter, right? You have movement on left stick and then right stick should be where you're pointing the vacuum when you're like fighting and whatnot. Sure. Um, but uh, using the vacuum is up on the uh, face buttons. Oh, so you have to line Luigi up before you can start like sucking with the vacuum. Thankfully, some of those options have been put on the bumpers. Uh-huh. So now you can actually use the right stick while like the vacuum at the same time or or the the flashlight at the same time. Do you think you they to, like, do that because of the Joy-Cons? They want two people to take one Joy-Con each and like be able to play. If they want uh, to. Yeah, probably. That sucks. Um but if only one person's playing, yeah, it should default let to the other one. Let me play it nicely. Yep. So here's here's the worst thing though. The right joystick, Luigi handles like tank controls. Okay. So instead of a dual joystick shooter where it's like if Luigi is facing the screen and I press left on the right stick, Luigi will turn to the right. Oh, I see. Okay. Because it's Luigi turning left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means every time I'm in the middle of a fight, I am wrestling with these controls and trying to line stuff up, which sucks because as I'm seeing in the progression of the bosses, the timing window on when to like stun someone, pick something up and shoot it at them is getting smaller and smaller, right? The boss is getting harder. Sure. Luigi's not getting any better at rotating. Oh, God. I understand you can change the options so that he will handle like a proper dual joystick, Uh but then you can no longer... um, aim up and down without the gyro controls oh wow okay so those are your two options this is so weird what a weird control scheme okay yeah i i mean i i don't know what they could have done at that point because i understand you do need to have some kind of verticality Uh because if you think of most joystick shooters there is no verticality so they don't need to worry about that wherever you point the thing it's going to start firing that way right but Mm -hmm. because this is a 3d space he needs to be able to shoot in, you know, all X, Y, and Z axis. So I guess they're just kind of stuck. Um, and I just am like, I'm not using gyro controls, so I'm sticking with tank controls. Uh, so it's a lot of like, oh, crap, why are you rotating that way? Okay, please. Oh, get, get, I guess I'm going to line this one up again. Here we go. Right. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of like the game's good, but there's like, just constant nags that are unfortunately at every single turn because they're it's part of the design of the game right um so that's what kind of keeps me from like really pushing it up there it's because it's like well there's this there's always an annoyance it's like there's always a rock in my shoe basically did you feel this way about the others at all you know i don't even remember and so I, i i definitely cannot remember the gamecube one um but i played through all of dark moon and that one, there would not have been a second joystick. So maybe I was, I just kind of dealt with, I'm assuming I had to just line up my shots, right? Probably. 
I don't even really remember, but like, I'm assuming because of the hardware limitations, it, I, I didn't have the option of like, I know there's a better way. Okay. It's just like, this is what it is. Cause it's a, it's a 3ds. Like there is, there can't be another way. And they probably designed it accordingly too. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I really do not quite remember exactly, but, um, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember being this annoyed at that for sure. No. Okay. Um, but again, I'm, I'm positive on it. Like I, I am enjoying my time. I'm, I'm going through it. I'm going to play the whole thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, last game I've been playing is Tangle Tower. This is an Apple Arcade game. Uh, this actually came out at the launch of Apple Arcade. This is by the developers of Snipper Clips. Yes, this I'm actually excited to hear about this. This is out on Steam as this well. Is, this is out on Steam. I believe if it's not already out, it's coming out on Switch. Okay. Um, you you don't want to miss this game. I am, and I, I I mentioned this on Twitter earlier today. I am shocked that no one was talking about this game. Okay. Um, it's basically like Ace Attorney without any of the court stuff. Um, okay. So you're a detective. I you're de- you're detective Grimoire, and your side quick kick is forget her name. Is it Sally? I can't remember. <clears throat> um, I think this is actually Detective Grimoire's second game. If I was looking at their site properly. Um, but they like redid all of the art. So even though I'm really enjoying this character, part of me doesn't really want to go back to the first detective grimoire game. Cause it, it really looks like a, like a, a huge step down in quality. Oh yeah. I just but, looked it up. Yeah. It's from 2014. It does look like yeah, way down. In they, quality. they definitely got like an artist on board who knocked it out of the park. You know what I kept thinking? And I kept trying to find this. I didn't find any answer. It looks like the artist who did Celeste. The uh, the cutscenes in Celeste doesn't it look like those people uh, specifically like see. when I was seeing Detective Grimoire I was like that looks like the backpacking dude like that almost like looks so oh, similar oh yeah like the way their face their facial expressions and stuff are their faces yeah yeah like to me I, I would not be surprised if it was the same artist but I was looking up like Tangle Tower Celeste artist and like nothing was coming up so I don't I don't know hmm. um anyway uh so it's a te- te- detective game. It looks gorgeous. The art style <clears> is super fun. Um, the environments are like super kind of like watercolory painterly. They look absolutely gorgeous. But the way the characters animate is so fun and, and like fantastic. Every time you like tap on a character to talk to them, their eyes go like real big. Like you just surprise them. They're like, whoop. And then they'll start talking and they move so fluidly and they'll, they're like, it's, it's like caricatures in how they're being animated. It's so cool. I highly recommend looking up a trailer. Because the other thing is the voice acting is awesome. It is so good. They got such good people and they animated them nicely. And the way they'll express like the game is funny. And the way they're delivering the dialogue is also extremely good. Like like I said, it it makes me want to go play the previous Detective Grimoire game. If the writing and like the voice acting is this good. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised no one was talking about this kind of stuff. Is it fully voice um, acted? fully voice acted wow and there's tons of characters you're interacting with and they're all unique and weird like it is definitely worth checking out and this is on apple um, arcade this is apple arcade which is how much again five dollars a month this is twenty dollars standalone on steam yep yeah. right that's crazy yeah apple arcade right this game um, looks good. Can you check real quick if it's on Switch already? I'm assuming it's also going to be 20 bucks, but just something that I, I'm just... Yep, I'll take a so look. So people can know. Yep, yep. Um, 
So it plays like Ace Attorney without the courtroom stuff. So you're going around to different people. You're saying like, hey, talk to me about this character. Talk to me about this piece of evidence, about this one, this one, this one. Like I said, there's a ton of writing in there because every character will have something to say about a different character. Every character will have something to say about every single piece of evidence that you found. And I have like 25 pieces of evidence, fully voice acted. Um, And there's also uh, there's a bunch of puzzles in there, uh, just kind of mini game stuff. So uh, and those are like kind of the equivalent of like a Professor Layton puzzle where you're kind of sliding things around trying to figure out, you know, how do I get the combination to the safe? Stuff like that. It is out um, on Switch. And look, is it 20 on Switch? 20, as well? yep. And you are you must be looking at Canadian prices, or is that American? American. It's 22 American. Canadian. Okay. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Also has a great hint system uh, to the point where if you just want to, to, like, hit the button while you're on the map, they'll tell you where to go next to start searching and stuff. So you won't get stuck, which is a huge thing for me with puzzle games. Sure. Um if I'm playing a puzzle game where I need to make sure I have an internet connection or otherwise I have to stop playing the game for a bit, that's a huge bummer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, this game is just firing on all cylinders for me. Um, this is that's cool a bummer looking. to hear that it's 20 bucks. That's a kind of a steep price. That is steep, but, but if it sounds you have an Apple it. product, I, I really recommend it. I, again, look up some trailers. I don't know if there's more than just one, just so you can hear some of the characters and see the animations and stuff. Cause like, it, it is. I love the presentation in this game so, so much. Mm-hmm. And again, that's Tangle Tower. Um, and with that, that is all I've been playing. So why don't we talk about some news? Got another game to throw on the fucking list to check out at some point. <laughs> why, right? Why not? Honestly, like at this point, it's like. Mm. I'm trying to recommend how people just need to get on Apple Arcade. What's the cheapest way? And I think it's like an Apple TV or like an iPad mini. Uh-huh. Like just go out and buy one of those so you can get access to Apple Arcade. You know what I mean? How much is an iPad mini anyway? I'm going to take a look. Because I think some of them are down to like 200-ish. Which is still, it's, that's a lot. It right? is, but it's like a console at this point essentially. I think an Apple TV might be the cheapest way. Because aren't those I think are I believe are a hundred under a hundred. I think I even saw a sale this week in at least America that had like the new app, the uh, 4K Apple TV for like thirty or forty bucks. So wow. that might be like the fat the easiest way to get in on Apple Arcade if you do not have an Apple product. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because you can link a controller to them, so it's just a it's just another console for you, right? Yeah, exactly. So done. Fuck it. I might consider doing this stupid garbage. <laughs> so stupid. God, I'm mad. All right. Anyway. I say it every week. Apple Arcade is is worth attention. Not yeah. enough people are talking about these games. The, I okay. mean, you're um, the only one saying every week what's like come out on it. I don't know otherwise. Yeah. So Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying is why aren't other people talking about these? There are such good stuff here. Yeah. Okay. We have to talk about news. Let's talk about news. Um, specifically, let's talk about BlizzCon. Okay. Did you watch the opening ceremony? I did. The, yeah, it was called the opening ceremony, I believe. Yep. I did. Yeah. Um, okay. So first of all, as I figured, StarCraft 2, not basically non-existent. Here's of the storm. 
Heroes are free for a little bit. Basically non-existent news. Um, World of Warcraft. Oh boy, I didn't like that the uh, expansion looking, but that's whatever. Um, the big ones were Diablo 4 was shown as the headliner, actually. And then they did about an hour or so of Overwatch 2 talk and whatnot. So I guess those were the big ones. Um, well, apparently I'm going to be left alone here, so I guess I'll take the helm. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Nice. Thank you. Um, oh, no. I think we're losing Sean completely. No, never mind. We're good. So, yeah, um, I'll just talk about World of Warcraft. I don't like this story thing that they're doing with WoW, basically. I don't know. Just this weird, like, opening up or breaking the Lich King's thing and opening the world of the Shadowlands or whatever. It just seems kind of weird and hokey in a way that their, their story writing has been hokey for a while. So I'm not into it. I caught a little bit of flack for... Uh, saying that stuff but it's whatever i don't like it and uh but on the plus side i guess to it is that they can because the shadowlands aren't really a thing that they really have ever delved into they can kind of just make whatever they want and like just say oh it's from the shadowlands or whatever so they're able to like make whole new environments that look basically like they're not even from wow and just throw the player in with some weird story arc thing that they're trying to do. I don't, it's fine, probably. But overall, I don't think it's anything too, too special. And now that Sean's back, we can talk about the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. My internet was going crazy. I needed to see if something like... If like oh. Death Stranding started downloading or something, I, I had to check. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. You're, you sound fine. Yeah, you were. I could barely hear anything you were saying a second earlier. Gotcha. So I just talked about the WoW thing at length. I'm sure you don't care about it at all. So that was my thoughts on that. That would be the one that I have the least interest in. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. You have these in a certain order. Let's talk about the fact that they apol. Well, they did yeah, a PR I talk apology. About the apology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So first off, they addressed it. They did. Which we were wondering: Are they even going to say something? Sure. Um, I am under the, uh, thought that that was quite a non-apology. Yeah, I agree. 100%. It was PR speak. Uh, It was PR speak. They didn't even, they didn't change anything back. They didn't take anything back. They didn't even mention the, um, Blitzchung or anything like that. They basically just said like, we handled things like too quickly. Yeah. And that wasn't right. And we're going to do better. Here's Diablo 4. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of what I probably was expecting. I don't know. It's weird because when you do a sincere apology, you usually like showcase what you're apologizing about. And that wasn't part of this. The words. Well, were, they mentioned they, they mentioned the Hearthstone tournament. That was the closest they said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they didn't really take any stance at all on it which i'm sure i didn't expect that they were going to honestly yeah no it's totally just pr speak to just be like what's a way we can like apologize without apologizing so we don't like look weak in front of our chinese investors or whatever and but still like oh not right yeah they didn't say anything about china in any way um yeah 
and then and and this was kind of the weird thing um which people have definitely been mentioning is like you know they moved on to the games <clears throat> and it seems like everyone else just kind of moved on to the games yeah uh, which i'm sure that's exactly what blizzard wanted but of it course. was like it seems odd how fast the fan base went from like blizzard what are you doing to like oh hey overwatch 2 yeah yeah wait what were we talking about that's not oh, that, who else? that's not surprising <laughs> though um unfortunately so you know yeah just definitely stuff to think about if if you're yeah. if you're kind of wondering how should i be feeling about blizzard i don't know yeah um that said though like the next two games we're going to talk about i'm excited for yeah. for sure um yeah but like i still want to be vocal and say like i don't think they apologized and they're still doing weird stuff yeah. did you see there was a this didn't get much headlines but uh one of the overwatch manager uh e one of the Overwatch League managers uh, came out and said that Blizzard told him to take down one of his tweets. Oh, really? Uh, because he was siding with Hong Kong. Ugh. Gross. Um, which was weird when I saw that headline because that manager, I went to all of grade school with that guy. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. Wow. So he's, um, wait, he's like, from I knew, here? I knew he was doing this. I knew he was... Uh, like managing a uh, oh, okay. an overwatch league but it was just weird seeing like articles being written about this guy and i was like huh i literally knew that guy when i was six weird <laughs> so he's from calgary then originally he is yep interesting huh uh jane that's his uh like handle that name sounds familiar i might have read something about this actually okay Anyway, um, but, you know, just like uh, uh, Blizzard, let's move on to Diablo 4. Yeah. Uh, so Diablo 4 looks exactly like what I probably want from a Diablo game. It's It seems like they took, from what I have been told by people that were at BlizzCon and actually played the two-hour demo or whatever, they took a lot of like the gameplay elements from two and how like the combat and stuff feels and uh, a little bit from like three, like just some random stuff here and there. But this is pretty much apparently plays very, very smoothly uh, to the point where the people um, I can't remember who the hell was talking about it, but they're like known for doing a lot of Diablo stuff. And they were like, I'm like extremely impressed and how like good it feels to play. And then he was saying, however, the barbarian kind of lacks any teeth and the sorceress kind of feels like a little underpowered or just kind of weird. But apparently the druid is like dope as hell and like really good. And I guess that makes sense since the druid was going to be the next expansion for Diablo three. And they probably just moved that here. So they had more time to work on that so far. Um, everything they've shown for Diablo four at the convention seems very early. And very rushed to like just be like, hey guys, see, we are working on it, okay? Like it did a lot of the gameplay stuff in that video seemed rough, but that's fine. Like it was enough to show what their kind of concept and what their idea is. The fact that they had gameplay videos and trailers was like good because I know that the Blizzard cinematic teams are able to do magic. So, like, yeah, you can show me a cool cinematic with, uh, the necromancer there bringing Lilith back or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's dope, but show me the fucking game. And then they showed me the game. So I was pretty happy with that. And it's, nice. it's the kind of gritty 
like gothic horror stuff that I kind of want from Diablo and was let down with Diablo three that it wasn't that Diablo three was much more cartoony and kind of like, I don't know, almost like a parody or something or like a mobile game look in like a, in a PC setting. It was weird. I didn't really care for how Diablo three looked, even though I thought Diablo three played kind of okay for most of its lifespan. I like three. I played it on switch. Uh, yeah, that game plays better on console for sure, it, which is weird. I think they announced four is being developed for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. It is, yeah. Which I'm sure actually means PC, Xbox, Scarlet, and PS5. Yeah, but they obviously can't say that. Sure. Yep. And that's good too because people that there were a lot of people that jumped on uh, three when it came out on PS4 and uh, like Switch as well and like consoles in general. So for them, Diablo three, they like, like console Diablo, they should be able to get the new one too. That makes sense to me. That's fine. There have been some people just being like saying how, I don't know, there's rude people everywhere on the internet these days. So it, I don't even know why I'm even bothering bringing it up, but there's been people just being like Diablo is a PC game and it shouldn't be on the consoles and like, fuck those people. I'm totally good yeah, with what a weird stance. People are stupid. And especially when it comes to blizzard, let games. people enjoy things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, um, my basic ideas so far is that it looks a little rough because it's early or like early looks, but it's pretty much exactly what I want like looking so far. And if somebody who is known for playing these games, like I not professionally, but like as a streamer or whatever, if he's saying that it like already plays very crisply, I'm pretty stoked about what this could be. Right on. Uh, I hear it's a ways off though, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a 2021 game at this point. Yeah, and um, they also brought up that keep in mind that Diablo three, what we saw when they were teasing that out, and what we got were very different games as well. So there's still like a chance that this is going to change dramatically, but for right now. There's some hope that it'll be probably pretty good and specific. Like I've never been a Druid main in these games, but the Druid is fucking dope looking in this. He looks so cool. Uh, I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what more comes out of it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they showed a few other things. Hearthstone. Yes. The uh, battle chest thing comes out soon, actually for Hearthstone on the 12th, I believe. Okay. Which is uh basically battle chess with eight people, like a brawl mode. Oh right. That there was that as well. There was yeah, they had an auto chess game. Yeah. There's also a Hearthstone expansion. Yeah. They talked about. There was a few things. Yep. Um uh and then mo- most importantly to me is they did announce Overwatch 2. Yeah. And basically all the leaks were accurate. Um yeah. that's cinematic though. That was that was hyped as fuck. So I was way into that. I'm a little confused about Overwatch 2 because it sounds like Overwatch 2 is actually just the PVE mode if you want it. Because it sounds yeah. like the competitive stuff is just going to be over two games, which makes sense because, I mean, Blizzard, no, they can't split their player base up we, like that. We should explain that because that's that's a relatively kind of new yeah. idea. I can't think of many games that have done that. So right. they did not want to split the player base. Right. And not have to like force everyone onto Overwatch 2 and especially have people like losing their skins or whatever. So all of the maps and characters. And characters. Yep. 
Yeah, will be playable by both. So if you so whenever two comes out, you can pop in your disc for one and you will be playing with Overwatch two players on the new maps and whatnot. Right. Um, they'll, they'll all just be pulling from the same player base. So it's cross play between those two games. Right. Which that's pretty cool. So it seems like the reason to buy Overwatch two will probably be specific skins um, sure probably like a lot more specific skins because they're going to want to like in- incentivize you to move over sure um and then yes the pve modes which they announced a, f- a few different uh, additions to the modes one of them which is a pvp mode is push right which just seems like the one they have right now but the payload can go both ways right didn't actually seem that unique or anything which is weird um uh what was the other one uh and some campaign stuff which that was part of the leaks as well characters will be able to level up there's skill trees um but they said there's going to be like uh kind of missions that you'll run several times um and who knows if that's if the if the campaign modes were separate from that or if it's all uh kind of in those ones to me it sounds like it's going to be like left for dead style missions basically yeah that's what like i overwatch got will be like left for dead yeah Uh, so that makes me think of like, what would the price point be with this? Um, since overwatch two, you're buying it because you want those PVE, you know, story-based co-op missions. So I'm hoping there'll be like a kind of discounted version of that game available. I don't think it can Um, be 60. I really hope it's not. They don't try 60. I think 40 would probably be where they start. Well, I mean, Overwatch 1, that launched with two versions, at least on PC, right? They had right. a $40 one and a $60 one. I think the 61 just got you some more skins. I think so, yeah. If I remember correctly. Um, so I, I would assume it's going to be something similar, a 40 version and a 61. 40 being, this is just the, like, it, basically, like, if you, you don't own, actually, like, how would they split it up? I guess it would be just the co-op modes, and then if you want to play pvp you have to put in your overwatch one disc Mm. which that seems weird that does seem weird yeah i don't know so so yeah i don't know um it'll be interesting to see how they do it for sure yeah no release date or anything like that um but i like i'm stoked i was looking for just a reason to get back into overwatch so i'm excited about that co-op i'm a big obviously a big co-op fan Still no word on like cross play or cross saves, which is a bummer because I want to move over to my Xbox and I sounds like I'm not going to be able to bring my character levels or any of those skins that I put dozens of hours into. Yeah. It's this seems weird that they're not doing it. Yeah, I'm wondering. Wondering why. Hmm. Like you would think a lot of the bigger names would start doing it. Like Call of Duty, it has cross play now. Yep. Yep. Like so yeah, I don't know. I, I, all I can do is cross my fingers and hope that they announce Overwatch 2 will have a cross save feature or something like that. Who knows? Um all right, anything else from BlizzCon? Uh no. It was a pretty okay. tame year if you weren't into Overwatch and Diablo, I think. 
Sure. Well, I mean, they announced a little bit for everything, right? Well, if you're a StarCraft fan, you got fucked again. But I, th- I guess if you're a StarCraft, yeah, that's they didn't just announce for StarCraft, you're right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, and this uh, last news story is uh, an interesting one. Shu Yoshida, who was the head of Sony, basically like the game division of Sony, um, specifically the Worldwide Studios, uh, is no more. So he was the president of SCE's Worldwide Studios, and he is stepping down and being replaced by the Guerrilla Games co-founder, Herman Hulst. Um, so this would have been uh, one of the heads who, you know, worked on, um, like, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to look through this article real quick because he's not, like, retiring. He has a different role. I believe it's with, like, more independent studios now. Where is Shu going? Uh, New initiative that Yoshida is heading up as ensuring that PlayStation better support uh, supports independent developers. Okay. Uh, so he's he's taking a step back from the presidential role, and they're getting a new one uh, with uh, Herman from Guerrilla Games. Nothing really else to say about that. There's a big head change. So I guess we'll see what happens. Shu seemed like a cool guy. Yeah. That's my two cents about it. Sure. I agree. All right. You know what else? Just re- real quick. It seems like a lot of people are like stepping down or leaving Sony right now. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same. There's some changing of the guard going on there for sure. Right. I'm assuming it's just like now's a clean time to do it. They went through a whole generation. Yeah. There's a whole new one about to start up. And it's like, if you're not interested in being there for the next, you know, eight years, now's like a totally good time before things start getting crazy. Yeah. Um, could be. Maybe contracts so maybe it's just are like up. A, this is an easy transition point. Yeah. All right. That's it for news. Let's move on to some questions. If you want to send questions in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And I'll read these first two from Yogurt Sapien. Okay. Uh, first, any chance for an addition to the year-end game of the year list? Uh, uh, being a decade-end game of the year list. Uh, no. I don't want that, to think about yeah, a decade worth of games. That seems like a lot. Well, because <clears throat> what this will turn down to is just look at your last 10 game of the year lists. Yeah. What's the number one on each of those? Yeah. Isn't that your that maybe that's not your decade of the year list because maybe there's like a week or year and stuff. But I did, that would just be so hard. Yeah. Because like a lot of those games are going to be like, you know, 10 years old almost. And like, how do you compare it? That would that would be so hard. I think that conversation is fun to have. I don't think tacked on to the uh, game of the year thing is a good place for it because that's already long as it is. Right. I also just don't want to put like all the brain power into it to figure out what my list is like. Yeah, it sounds difficult. Second question. What's the biggest game of the decade? Not necessarily the best, but the one that took over the gaming sphere the most obvious choices are League of Legends and Fortnite. But my dark horse choice is Undertale. Fortnite. One hundred percent. It's got to be Fortnite. That or like Minecraft is Minecraft this decade. When did that come out originally? 
I think it was like 2009 to 2010, somewhere around there. But it definitely hit like its big points. Yeah, that was 2011. There you go. Yeah. I think so. I think it's Minecraft or Fortnite, hands down. And I mean, they both have building. Like, there's a reason those are they're kind of similar. Sure. Um. Yeah, I just I know League is huge, but not it's not Fortnite huge. And Undertale, Undertale is like even more of like a niche huge. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, it's definitely not League. Uh, well, League is really big. It's but again, it's it's a it's niche big. Like if you know League, you obviously really know League. But like the public does not know League. The public, the public knows, knows Fortnite. Knows Fortnite and Minecraft and they know a lot about Fortnite and Minecraft and they don't know why true yeah League doesn't have toys of their characters where fucking there's creeper toys at Walmart like I see Fortnite magazines at yeah, the pharmacy yeah it's either Fortnite or Minecraft 100% okay all right, you got this next one that I don't understand. Heber Lantern says, have you ever been screeched in? No, I've never been to Newfoundland. Can you explain what this is? Screeching in is a ceremony where you become an honorary Newfoundlander by drinking screech rum, kissing a cod, and speaking some slang. Okay, so this would have been like a John question. This is a John question, and my okay, answer is I've no. I've never heard about this. Okay, No. Do you want to know more about it? Fan. I can read you a bunch of about it. <clears throat> I don't know about a bunch, but if you want to give a few more points. Okay. Sure. So Newfoundland alcoholic beverage known as Screech, a rum-like product from the West Indies, is used in an informal lighthearted ceremony known as a Screech-in. The Screech-in is performed in non-Newfoundlanders known as come-from-aways or mainlanders uh, involving a shot of Screech reciting a short Newfoundland uh, recit- uh, recitation and kissing a cod. And yeah, there's like a whole bunch to it, but it's just an informal, basically bar ceremony when somebody from not around there goes there. This is a John question and he's not here. So this doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. I would have, I would have saved it for next week if I had even (laughs) known it was a John related thing. I didn't know what this was. Oh, we could ask him next week. Green, green, fantastic Mm -hmm. asks. Yesterday, I was running various errands and saw three children in two different places playing with a 3DS. What did you think was dead, but then found out there's still an ongoing scene for it? 3DS isn't dead. There's thousands of them in uh, Japan, like, every day being I'm, played. I'm not surprised about seeing a 3DS. Yeah, that's like, not surprising. Like, it's not surprising. that old. Uh, when did that WarioWare game? That was this year, right? Like, it had Probably. new games this year. When was Detective um, Pikachu? That's old. That's not 3DS. That's DS. Or are you talking about the movie? Oh, yeah. That was DS. You're right. Um, what do you think was dead, but then you still see it? I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to think of like anything. I mean, the PSP. Do you still see PSPs? No. From time to time? No. No? Okay. I have seen a few Vitas every now and then. I never thought that one was dead, though. I know people that still play their Vita kind of regularly. I, I think the Vita's dead. Like, did the Vita have games this year? Probably outside no, of Japan. Japan's so. a weird place. You don't you don't <clears> need to count that. I guess it did. It had some downloadable stuff, didn't it? I don't know. I've never had I think a Vita. It did now that 
Okay. I would be surprised if I saw, like on the train, if I saw someone with a Vita, I'd be like, huh, a Vita. If I saw 3DS, I probably wouldn't think twice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't think of much else. I don't have a good answer. Yeah. The Vita is my answer, I guess. Um, <clears throat> Hebrew Lantern writes in again and says... It's 12.01 a.m. on December 31st. The text simulation ending in 23 hours, 59 minutes is scrolling in the sky. What's your plan? What's your plan? Uh, dry, get like family together, have a giant meal and just watch the end of the world, I guess. Okay. I think my first thing is. I would check Twitter. I would do a search for like sky text, see what, sure. what people are talking oh, about. Oh, I'm sure it would be trending for sure. Yeah. I gotta 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 get up on all the latest memes. Uh-huh. Uh in relation to the sky text. Yep. What's the funniest joke? Um I I guess I wouldn't get my family together because I'm so far away and I feel like tr- going to an airport would be a nightmare. Yeah. Like that's a good place to like get killed. Yeah, probably. I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think like, what's like the zombie apocalypse plan? It's like, well, you know, I wouldn't go to somewhere like super crowded, but I guess no one's gonna kill me in this scenario. I don't know, man. Whoa, whoa. <sighs> maybe, maybe like loot a Safeway, get some like tasty food. Yeah, just a really nice final meal or something. Well, I'm trying to think like, would anyone even be there to like? I don't. Do I want to cook? Cause I'm not going to be able to cook a really good meal mm. and there's no one's going to want to cook a really nice meal for me right. because it's also their last day. Sure. So it's like, I got to go somewhere where there's like food prepared and, and just loot it and then have a, have whatever nice meal I can get out of that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. What do you, what do you, do you, do you maybe try and I, and you're, you don't have access like I would, but get on a boat and just try and get off the mainland. No, I accept it. I think I do accept it. Okay. I spend the last few hours doing like human things, like watching the sky, sniffing some flowers and just being like, it was okay. Just accepting that it's over. Find a bunker with, with your, with your survival bag that you have set up. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up in your bed when the simulation ending hits zero. Or do you wake up in like those goo pods from the matrix? Oh, with something like jammed into the back of your neck or whatever it was. Or was it his belly button? It, it was like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Ugh, gross. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Boko writes, if you were to separate TDP into story arcs, what would the arcs be? Uh, the beginning. Obviously. How long does the beginning go? Until when did you guys feel like you hate your footing? I I mean, I, I can't think of like a specific moment. I think I think one arc is when we were doing it in person, when I was doing it like for class at the very beginning. I don't even remember how long that lasted. It couldn't have been more than. Um, it couldn't have been more than six months because then I would have graduated and not had access to that stuff anymore. Right. 
So so yeah, that would probably be the beginning. It was like the it was like the in person with like a mixer. And then we had to switch to Skype and doing it online. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that the, there's a Google Hangouts arc in there for sure. Sure. Yeah, when we were using Google Hangouts, yep. But that would have also see that would have come a little bit later. That's later. That's when we introduced video. Yes. I think. Or did we do you guys did yeah, video we very early, but you it was a test. It was one episode, and it's actually on the I put it on the YouTube. Okay. You're talking like when we were together? Yeah, there was only one video. Yeah, I, th- of that. I think we did a couple of those actually. Oh, did yeah. You? Um I think I think we may have done like two or three. But um because then there was just Skype when we weren't doing video. I want to say Google Hangouts was the same time as us going live. Oh, one of the first big arcs was uh, Deadly Premonition. That gets its own arc, sure. I think the tester also gets its own arc. The tester gets its own arc, for sure. Um, I feel like Ghost Trick probably does, too. Ghost Trick, yeah. I'm trying to... I don't honestly remember us talking about it a lot but i'm sure we must have i just remember us like giving it high praise at game of the year time and then as essentially just saying like well this is the uh this is the yeah. show's game of the year because it was so high i but i honestly i don't really remember us talking about it a ton but it, that was so long ago oh my god obviously there was like the nathan arc the era but that's such a huge that's an length era of time yeah that that's yeah like i'm gonna quickly load up our discord here because some people someone wrote like a list of them and i thought a lot of those ones were pretty good okay these these are all after you joined right um by the way i'm not even looking in the right channel i mean um obviously the show got good when okay. i joined obviously. uh this this comes from vgc kenny these are the ones <clears throat> he has okay there's all so i don't know about this one because uh, i don't really remember it paul complaining about evil within I mean, I really didn't like that game, but yeah, was that enough to be an arc? I guess it might Apparently, have been. I get this one. I don't. This is in brackets. This is the longest arc. Life is strange because that was a full year. Every every time a new episode came out, we talked about it. Yeah, I don't. I, again, like for some reason, I just don't feel like that's like an arc. Uh, anyway, four is just question marks. I'm not really sure why maybe they maybe they're doing these chronologically and then they're not sure what's next number five is hidden my game by mom that's definitely an arc i think okay um six is the names start so i guess that's when he started we started getting names sent in Mm -hmm. but that doesn't that just keep going on until now like that's a that's a huge length of time yeah i this next one i don't i definitely agree the mailer strikes when we had yeah. someone mailing John on like a weekly slash monthly basis, yeah. that is definitely an arc. Yep, that definitely is. Um, next is excited about the Switch, frustrated about the Wii U ports. Yeah, which I feel like still kind of goes on a little bit. Yeah, less so because they're running out of things to port to the Wii U yeah. uh, <clears throat> to the Switch from the Wii U. But I mean, Tokyo Mirage Sessions comes out in January. Yeah still happening nine is god of war i don't think that's a that's an arc no i don't think so either i don't really understand that one ten is sean gets a new job how is that an arc if anything an arc would have been you moving 
to the states. Yeah, I think I think that's an arc. I yeah. think you go in from Calgary to uh, the to San Francisco, to San Fran. and 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 what's and specifically because San Francisco was only a few months. Um, because that was during like my internship that would have been that wasn't that was definitely like a fluctuating point in my life for sure yeah um john gets married i get i don't i don't know like some of these just seem like we maybe talked about them in like maybe three episodes most kind of like if if i get some time to just like screw around i would go through our show notes and just be like Oh wow, this is definitely like a thing that happened for like three months and stuff. But yeah. Um next is sad about Anthem. That's unfortunately just a lifetime thing now. But yeah. <laughs> and then 13, which is current arc, uh Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade is an arc, 100 percent Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Because every week there's a new thing to talk about from apple sure arcade. i yeah i guess i guess that does make sense okay i can see that one sure yeah um, apple arcade is definitely one this is this makes me think of like it'd be so cool if <clears throat> we somehow had all of the segments like time stamped on youtube and then you could like string together like i want to watch like a super cut of every time they talked about anthem and then you could kind of see the whole arc yeah. Of that conversation of like, yo, it looks so good, man. I can't wait. Here we go. What's with this busted ass beta? Oh, this game kind of <laughs> is super broken. Yeah. To like, please. Nah, I uninstalled it. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that would be, that would, that that's a huge overhauling because we have so many hours of content. Yeah. But that would be such a cool little thing. I remember, this makes me think of um the pod, the old podcast, Idle Thumbs. They had someone, a fan who ran their YouTube page and timestamped every time they would talk about uh, specific games. So if you wanted to hear them talk about this game, you could find every episode where they did that, which was pretty cool. If, if you're ever going back to it. Um, but uh, I, I'd be curious to hear what other people think uh, are arcs in the show. Feel free to write in yeah. and, and, you know, maybe we'll, we'll read some, some good ideas or some bad ideas allowed i feel there has to be um, more oh like oh my god what the hell is that suit i think there might be like a game boat arc i did think about game boat the reason i wouldn't call it an arc is i think that was just a joke on one episode and then like it kind of came up okay. from time to time of just like how you remember game boat oh, okay um you know what might be an arc is like willing into existence john getting one of those wee minis oh john's um museum i mean that's just ongoing until he opens it and then it's yeah it's like that 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 i'm working as hard as i can to will into existence sure yeah 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 um that's just an inevitability <clears throat> at this point yep true he's going to run out of space sooner or later and he'll have to open up a museum <laughs> yep it's the next logical yep. progression yep okay uh, Lucas writes in and says, what are the best and worst fr Black Friday video game deals you have seen so far? And what video game deals do you want to see? Be realistic deals a company would actually do. Have you been following it? Are you are you looking for anything specifically? Um, or, you know, game you're, you're hoping goes <clears throat> on sale that you want to pick honestly, up? Honestly, any. Like, I'm not picky currently. Anything that they want to give me a discount on that I don't have already. 
I'm I'm all ears. Uh, I guess at this point, maybe Death Stranding, depending on like when I get to that. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I haven't found anything I've been super into, which normally I have like a list of like, you know, four or five ish games where it's like, oh, I didn't pick these up. I want to. I've kind of picked up everything I want this year. Yep. Um, There's a lot on streaming services too, like Game Pass. and uh, Yeah, uh, a lot of PS exactly a lot of come to Game Pass. Uh, so nothing's really stuck out to me a ton. Um, there's like some movie stuff I'm looking at, but my family keeps saying, please stop buying yourself stuff so we can get you stuff at Christmas. Yeah. So I might just let them buy me movies. Yeah. Movies are um, a good present to let people there, get. There's a PSVR bundle um, that I, I, don't, I already have one, obviously, so I'm not getting it. But I just thought this was a fantastic deal. It's $200. You get the you get the headset. Comes with five games, including like Resident Evil Seven, Astrobot, and I can't remember the other three. But like, that's that's really a good. strong bundle. That's really that's a good. very good bundle. I yeah. honestly, I uh, think this Black Friday, if you have the means and you like want to get into VR, you should probably look into VR at this point. Do you? Or do you not? Because new consoles are one year away. Maybe there'll be a refresh on PSVR. For that deal, I would take that. And then 200 is pretty good. That's what I paid. Yeah. But that was like a weird like, is this a price error? Yeah, um, it's pretty. That's a pretty good price. If you can get a good deal, 200 on it, I would do it for sure. Yeah, 200. I, I think, again, that's what I jumped in on. Um, and, I, you know, Astrobot Moss cannot recommend those games enough. The game I want specifically um, is Beat so, Saber. Like, yeah, what, am I, is there anything I'm specifically looking forward to? I want to pick up Remnant from Ashes. Yes, um, that's a good one. And that one. should probably go on sale. Yep. It was actually on sale on Xbox like a week ago for like five bucks off. But I was like, that's not eh, maybe there'll be something better yep. on. Uh, on Black Friday. Yep. Um, but That was like the only big one. Maybe Beat Saber will finally go on sale on PlayStation. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's it for questions. If people want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Outer Worlds. And I'm actually going to give it to Tangle Tower. Yeah, fair That's enough. That stuck up on me. Yeah. All right, a little bit of housekeeping. Again, John will be back next week, so get excited for that. Um, in terms of our Patreon... The poll finished last week and return of the Oberdin one. Yeah. I don't know why. I just dropped it on there at the last minute, <laughs> but then it got, then it won. So cool. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I also just wanted to mention the discord channel again. Cause I, I feel like we, we rarely mention it except for like, you can send questions in there. If you're not on the discord channel, you should come join our discord channel and chat with people. Yeah. Um, so if you didn't know that it's more than just a way to send questions in now you do. So come join the top down respective discord channel. I don't know how you find a link, but they're out there. Shouldn't be too hard. Uh, do we have um, one pinned to our Twitter? I can work on that. No, I think the Patreon <coughs> is pinned to our Twitter. I'll do. I should probably make like a, a like a, we should yeah. probably make like a big post of like, here's yep. the thing. And then pin that. Yep. One. Yep. Of everything. 
Um, and I also just wanted to mention, because we've been talking about, like, it sucks. iTunes only shows the most recent 300 episodes, blah, blah, blah. And we only have so many video episodes on the YouTube. And I just saw some people talking about looking at older episodes. If you're ever looking for, like, all the episodes, the Podbean website has everything. So they are online. You can find that at topdownperspective.podbean.com. That's where we upload the episodes. And then it goes out to the RSS feed. And unfortunately iTunes only shows the most recent 300 episodes, but we have close to like 500. We're at 488, um, I think. So, yeah, well, it should be in our <clears> dog, <throat> yeah, 48. Yeah. And then YouTube has two or 300 as well, something around there. Yeah. Um, so if you've ever been like, man, I'm missing out, but you didn't, and you've only been kind of li- listening through us through RSS feeds, uh, you can get all of the stuff um, through the Podbean. And I think... If you maybe if you if you use that RSS feed, you might be able to show up all of them in your podcast app. I think if you're specifically going through iTunes, then you'll only get the most recent 300. Yeah, probably. But yeah, just a just a little service announcement. If you're looking for some old stuff and you wanted to kind of see these arcs we just mentioned about, for example. Yeah, exactly. All right. And that's going to do it for the show. Um, We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. See you. Bye.